Hello, everybody, and welcome to Just a Hot Thought Podcast. I am your lovely host, Jacob. Uh, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. And if you're new, hello, welcome to the pod. Um, I feel like I was so nervous right now just to start recording for some reason. I had to, like, prep myself, like, for, like, a good 20 minutes. I don't know why. I don't know what the fuck's going on with me today. <laughs> It's, I think I'm already feeling off because I'm a little off schedule. Um, as I've said before, I feel like I'm going to say this every episode, but uh, it's just important to know, okay? I just want to share. I'm already feeling in, like, I'm, I'm in a sharing mood right now, so I'm just going to overshare. And my cats are already starting. As soon as I start recording, they start fighting. Um, so I normally want to, I was, like, set on recording these episodes Sunday nights, editing them you know, through the night or whatever, and then having it scheduled to come out early Monday mornings. But I don't know, just for the past two weeks, it has not been that. So, you know, I think I'm just going to stick to what I'm doing, like be fully refreshed. It's a new week. I can just wake up early. I was supposed to wake up early. Right now it is past noon. Okay. It's already past noon. And this was really supposed to be done, but I was so sleepy, you guys. I think it's because of the weather. It is a cloudy, rainy Monday. It was raining this morning at like six in the morning and I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. So what did I do? I got up, um, like at four in the morning and, uh, just to use the restroom and I came back and I was like, I'm going to open the window. Like, I bet it's going to feel so bomb this morning. Like, and it felt so bomb that I slept fucking all morning. I slept. And you know what? I'm human, so I deserve it. I love rainy days, you guys. It's just, it just brings something out of me. I don't want to be a basic bitch, but maybe that's just what I am, okay? I love to be cozy. First of all, let's play Twilight already. I'm ready to watch Twilight now. This is what October should be, okay? This is what it should have always been. Because this, the whole 96 degree heat in October, that was not it, baby girl. That was not it. Um, so yeah, I'm just, now I'm, now I can get into the vibes. I can get into the vibes. So today I have a special episode planned. We're gonna, um, finally tell some spooky stories um, and then I'm also going to go over just, you know, what I've been watching, of course, and we're just going to catch up. So what have I been up to this week? So in the past week, since I've last spoke to y'all, I, what did I do? I feel like I just worked and I went to Disneyland one of the days, luckily. Um, my boyfriend and I had a Disney day and normally, so we have passes. I, don't think I've shared this before, but we have annual passes and I've had mine for the past three years now. Like I want to say, yeah, cause this is my like second time renewing. So it's my third, it's going to be my third year. So two years, um, since Disneyland opened back up basically since COVID I've had a pass because during quarantine I was missing Disneyland like no other, like I didn't know I, like, wanted... I, I didn't know I loved it so much at the time. Like, yeah, it was cool. But I used to not go that often. Like, I went when I was five years old. I went when I was 10. 
And then I didn't go again until I was about like 19 or 20 uh, with friends. And I think after that, when I was like, I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I felt like the whole decade of me not going was just, I don't know. It, it, it like stunted my growth, <laughs> basically. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start going to Disneyland. Like, fuck it. It's a fun place. I have fun there. And <clears throat> so I got a Disney pass. I'm not a Disney adult, though. On contrary, on contrary, belief, popular belief. Everyone want to call me a Disney adult. I don't think I am, okay? I'm not like... I don't know. I I just go because it's an amusement park and I know there's going to be good food. Like, I'm not waiting in line to fucking meet the damn characters. I'm not like an obsessive, like, fan who knows every single detail about Disney. Not that it's a bad thing, um, but I don't. I don't. I, there's still so many things I've never done in Disneyland, if I'm being honest. I just go for the vibes. Have you guys never hit the stiz and gone to fucking Disneyland? Like, it's a great time. Such a great time. Don't ever do edibles, though. Like, I talked last week. It had actually been the two-year anniversary of my bad trip at Disneyland. And it was for my friend Joe's birthday. We went as a group. We all took edibles, (laughs) thinking it was a great idea. And it was not... And like I said before, I learned the hard way on Pirates of the Caribbean because we went through that first black tunnel where you can hardly see anything. And oh my God, I started freaking out. I thought I couldn't breathe. It was horrible. That was the worst ride ever. And I've never been able to look at it the same. And I know it for a damn fact because I just went on it last week when I was there and I was like, I just always get flashbacks now. Trauma flashbacks, you guys, to this bad trip that I had. And I just, oh my God, I'll never look at it the same. I'll never look at it the same. But besides that, I had a great time. I went and tried new foods. Um, There's always something new to try. Like, I love it. They had this delicious ass garlic cheesy pretzel bread. That was so delish. Um, Now I have another cat at my front door right now. My outdoor cat who's meowing up a storm. I'm just, I can't catch a break, you guys. But, so I tried that and that was good. We went in um, to the Magic Key Terrace at California Adventure. And that's if you have like the seasonal pass. It's called the Magic Key. Um, You can, they have like a terrace little like bougie restaurant that you can go to so exclusive so bourgeois we got a charcuterie board you know i got a charcuterie board because that's just been my shit for the past couple of months i can't even stop thinking about charcuterie boards i even cut up some damn ham and cheese the other day and put it slapped some slapped it with some ritz crackers and i called it my own charcuterie I love crackers and cheese. Like, it's just amazing. It's amazing. Um, So, yeah, uh, back to Disneyland. Um, We went, we usually go for, I usually like to stay till like 6 p.m. 6 p.m., 7 p.m. 7 p.m. is late for me. I've been ready to go. Because when you got to pass, it's just, 
it's a little luxury you can have. Like, who cares? You don't have to go all day. Like, eh, what's a little, it's like a two hour drive. Okay, people try to make like make it seem like it's a big deal, but it's really not. Like two hours is nothing. I love to drive. I'm gonna jam out, so I look forward to the drive because, <coughs> excuse me, because it's just cool. It's a little trip. I'm gonna stop at Stizzy probably on the way, um, and it's a grand time. This little cat outside will not stop meowing. I need to go feed her. And we're back. Okay, so I listened back to the <laughs> the first in- the intro right now you guys just listened to. And you can faintly hear my little outdoor cat Venus meowing. But I'm just going to keep it in there. Whatever. This is the rail rail. And, you know, sometimes the universe is going to test you. Some things are going to work against you. You just got to persevere. Even if it's something as simple as a cat meowing in the background how to feed her and then my other cat was being needy and I was like oh my god like what do you guys want from me he just wanted a little bit of love though of course and then I was feeling a little hungry so then I got me a snack (laughs) so now I'm back so anywho um so that was Disneyland yeah if anybody is a Disneyland hater I don't want to fucking hear it okay I just think that the people who hate on Disneyland have never love themselves they clearly didn't have a childhood their mother never loved them those those are the indicators for me um no but if you if you don't like disneyland i feel like you've never gone like with just adults like you've probably only gone with children and i'm like no you have to go without kids everybody's like and then people try to make it weird like oh like you're a grown-ass adult at disneyland like with no kids like First of all, why are you being weird? Don't make it weird. Like, it's not. Don't try to make me feel weird. I'm sorry that I can, like, have a a relationship with my inner child. And I feed that part of my soul. And it's good for the soul. It's good for your inner child. It's good to, like, heal yourself in different ways. So, y'all just hating. Okay? Hater. I don't want to hear it. Nobody likes you anyways. So that's my, (laughs) that's my take on Disneyland. Um, so what else did I do? I just worked my little butt off. And yesterday we went, I went to go watch the Taylor Swift Eras movie with my bestie, Samantha. Shout out to Sam. Love you, girly. Um, and her sister, Nicole, love Nicole too. Shout out to Nicole if you're here listening. And um, yeah, we took my bestie's niece uh, to go see the movie. And obviously we went for ourselves too because we've been in this game. Okay, we were there. We were there since the beginning. We might not be there in the last few years, in the last five years. We haven't been there, clearly, because we didn't know the fucking songs. But... We were there, all right? And Fearless was my shit, okay? Fearless, Speak Now is my ultimate shit. But so is Red, and so is Red. Oh, my God, you guys. Don't even get me started. So I loved part of the movie. 
parts of the movie, which was the songs that I knew. I loved that part. Um, but the movie was three hours long. And, like, I get it. It's a freaking concert, like, show. You know, it's literally the whole concert. But I was like, it just hits different, like, when, if you're there and if you're in a movie theater. I fell asleep. I'm not going to lie. I fell asleep, like, twice. And it was just when she was, like, singing the slower songs. I was like, oh, girl, you losing me here. I'm knocking out. And, um... Yeah, but it was it was good. It was good. I I I definitely want to see Beyonce, like the Renaissance movie. I'm definitely going to be there to see that. But I feel like that just brings a whole different energy because it's Beyonce. Like Taylor Swift had some parts that I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Like I liked when she like did her Reputation era. That was cool, and I wasn't into that era at all like I was totally team Kim and Kanye in that time so I was like down with Taylor Swift like and Taylor Swift um I don't know why I don't know why I was like whatever but she had that little era and on the show and it was pretty good like she had a cute little outfit on it was like she was giving sexy and I think that's what I love I just love when it's like empowering sex appeal that's what really, like, brings me in because I'm like, ooh, like, I love that. I feel the energy. Um, and then, you know, when it's slower, I'm usually like, eh, kind of a snooze fest for me. But the only time it was it was able to be slow is when she did All Too Well, the 10-minute version. Yes, I felt that. I felt that deep in my soul when she performed that. Me and Samantha were singing the whole time. It was such a good moment. Um, because it just took me back to being like 16 or 15 or however old I was when the Red Album came out and I was obsessed with all the songs and I remember like, yeah, all too well. It's like you, you go through, you remember your first heartbreak, (laughs) you remember your first high school heartbreak and you're like, wow, you feel it all over again because let's be real, like, although it might be like not relevant as an adult because who cares you were a kid it's still like um I feel like establishes like who you are for like the rest of time so maybe it's not as irrelevant as you think because not that it establishes you but like it's your first heartbreak it's the first time you feel that feeling like of uh just like that pit stomach feeling like of being hurt or betrayed, um, even if it's something, like, stupid, you know? Like, that was the first time you felt that. And and for some of us, it's the first time a crazy person is born. Like, that will bring out the true crazy in you sometimes. I I know it did in me. I was crazy after <laughs> after that. I was literally crazy. Like, I would do the craziest shit. I'd be, like, driving, doing drive-bys. Not, like, shooting, but (laughs) drive. I was driving by, and I was peeping. Where's this guy at? Who the fuck's car is this? Oh, we gonna get in some things in this podcast, you guys. If you guys want me to get... Oh, my God. 
stop. I have so many stories to tell you guys that you guys would love. I don't even give a fuck. I don't care because it's the past and I just have so much to share. So I'm going to have to get into that one day. But back to what I'm saying is Taylor Swift just brings that out of you, that feeling of the heartbreak of it's the nostalgia of being young and dumb, you know? So I appreciate it, honestly. And I, did I cry? Yes, I cried singing all too well because I felt it all over again. (laughs) Felt it in my soul and, but it felt good. Like it was like, oh, like, that was the old me who is now healed and so much better. Like at that time you thought it was the end of the world and here you are still standing and you're the baddest bitch ever. So thank you, Taylor Swift. In total, I will give thumbs up to that because she's able to bring that out. Um, And I think that's really powerful. And there was other people there. There was like, two other groups of people in the theater with us, thankfully, because, oh my God, I was scared to go see that movie. Did you see the videos on Twitter of, like, the kids acting crazy? Like, oh my goodness. Um, I did not want to see that. It was too cringe for me. I can't see. Secondhand embarrassment is too real over here. I will, no, I will throw up. (laughs) I will throw the fuck up. all over this theater, okay? Um, So there was a group of teenagers by us and, you know, they were were there having fun. They were clapping after each song and, you know, that's fine. They had some times where they stood up and they were dancing. More power to them. But then at the end, when Taylor Swift is, like, thanking everybody and, like, her and her crew all, like, grab hands and then they take a bow these kids were doing that too like if they just performed for the past three hours and that's one thing I did not want to see (laughs) I didn't want to see that and I was like oh my god I literally like just acted like I didn't I didn't even bring it up to my best friend she didn't bring it up to me I know we both seen it but we I think we both just decided we're not even gonna we're not even gonna go into that No, because I don't even want to acknowledge the cringe. So. Speaking of cringe, I told my boyfriend that he said something cringy last night and he tried to like throw it back on me and say that I say things that are cringy. No, I don't. First of all, no, I don't. I think I want (laughs) to, I'm going to dump him. (laughs) Because what the fuck was that about (laughs) now that I'm thinking about it? I was like, well, what do I say that's cringy? And let me tell you, he didn't have anything to say. I said, well, tell me. No, what do I say that's cringy? He's like, oh, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. No. Because I can name off like five different things right now. So was good. Miley was good. I heard you was talking shit about me in the press the other day. But I'm not over that. He thinks he thinks that's forgotten, but I'm going to bring it back up later. <laughs> So something big that's going to be changing in my life that I want to share with you guys is that I'm going to be reading again. Yes, I'm going to be reading. This is not an ad, (laughs) but I am going to be, I'm going to take up reading. I feel like I haven't read in so long, like 
a book, you know, obviously we read on our phones. I like read articles pretty often. So I stay up to, I stay up on my reading that way, but I'm like, no, I want to read a good book. So what I'm going to start with is Britney Spears is releasing her memoir, her tell all memoir, I believe this week. So I am going to buy it and I'm going to read it and I want to share it with you guys and just um, I'll take notes of what I think is important to talk about because I just want to inform everybody. I want to talk about it on the podcast. I love Britney Spears so much. That is my girl to the end of time. And I just think what she has been through has been so awful. Um, you know, she's the biggest pop star ever. And she was idolized for so long. And then, you know, she went through all of her mental health crises. crises, And she's really made a mockery out of, like, and it's horrible. She was in a conservatorship, like, from her, like, put, like, that was from her family. Her family had her in a conservatorship for 13 years where she was just worked, overworked, and wasn't allowed to live her life. She wasn't even allowed to have the money that she made. She wasn't allowed to go out and about and go shopping or just any normal thing. She was, like, locked away, drugged up, made to look crazy, and just had a Las Vegas residency that she worked at for so long, like for years, like multiple years she had that residency and she was like doing like almost every night, like multiple nights a week. And it's very awful. Then the Free Britney movement came. Luckily, people started putting things together and they're like, wait a minute, this isn't right. What's going on? She's sending all these signals that she needs help in her cryptic Instagram posts. And it's either, like, people were making fun of her cryptic, weird, to them weird Instagram posts, or the people were like, wait, something's not right. What is she saying? What is she trying to tell us? And it's crazy. It's really, it really is crazy. Um, and after the Free Britney movement, it got attention, and then she got out of her, like, petitions were signed. You know I signed those petitions, too. And she's out of the conservatorship now. And it's still a lot, though. She, I think, she still posts on Instagram and people want to say whatever they want to say. It's just videos of her dancing, though. Like, and everybody's like, oh, my God, she's so weird. Like, look at her. Like, da 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 And it's like, oh, my God, how the fuck would you look if you went through that shit? Like, if you were locked away for that long, 13 years, and you were drugged up, you think you're going to be, like, the completely same person? Like, you think you're going to be the same person you are, like, we were before? There's no fucking way. And everybody wants to preach about, like, mental health and how important it is, but they're so quick to, like, judge others. Even if it's someone, like, famous like Britney Spears. She's still a person at the end of the day. She still went through the different, 
like mental things that like nobody should go through. I don't know. It just bothers me. And then you like look at the videos of her dancing and it's the same dances she's always done. Go look at her music videos. I swear she's twirling all the fucking time. So just because she's still <laughs> she's twirling up a storm on Instagram, it's nothing new if you think about it. And I've even had people like I love to post Britney Spears. I love to post like old videos of her, like, you know, music videos that I love that are so iconic because they still are so relevant in my life to this day. And people would be like, oh, my God, like, that's how she dances now. But, you know, she just looks crazy. And it's just like, oh, my God. It just frustrates me. (laughs) I'm like, it's the same. Yeah, she's just dancing. Can a person, like, be free? If that's, like, the only... That's literally the only way she knows how to express herself is by dancing. So let the girl live. So there's been some, like, excerpts that came out from her book. Uh, So she's... There's already... It's already revealed that she is going to be talking about an abortion that she had with Justin Timberlake back in the day when they were together. She got pregnant he wasn't ready to be a father and they agreed to get an abortion. And that is actually what every time is about. The song every time is so iconic to me. It's like a beautiful ballad. It's just like piano playing and it's Britney singing. And if you guys have watched Spring Breakers, there's a moment where James Franco is playing it at the piano and they're all like dancing around in their ski masks, singing every time by Britney Spears. It's that's another iconic moment. But everybody thought that that song was her singing about Justin because it was like post breakup. But now it's revealed that it was actually about her having an abortion And it's so sad. It just takes on a whole new, like, meaning. Like, you listen to the song and you're like, wow. Like, it's actually so powerful. Like, and even in the video, it ends with her, like, it ends with, like, a baby being born. So it's like, the clues were always there. All I really remember in that video, though, is, like, her being chased by paparazzi. And she's trying to get away. And she's in a bathtub. And she, like, drowns herself for a little bit. She, like, goes underwater. And then, yeah, that's all I remember. But it's a gorgeous song. So listen to Every Time by Britney Spears. And I will be following up on the book, if you guys don't mind. And I will talk about it. Talk about what I find. So like I said, so you don't have to if you don't want to. I will just keep you guys up to date. Do we like that idea? I hope so, because you're going to get it anyways. (laughs) Oh my God, so you know what's a funny TikTok that I seen this morning that I cannot stop thinking about. It was a TikTok of this girl and she was talking about how all she knew like musically was Kids Bop and Kids Bop and I forgot what else she mentioned like two other things that were like whack and she said she was at a grocery store And she heard this beautiful song that she was so mesmerized by. And she didn't know what the fuck, 
like she didn't know who it was. She didn't know nothing about it. So she was like, remember back in the day when you had to like just remember the words to the lyrics so you could go home and Google it. And she's like, I looked up songs about rainy, um, rainy mornings or rainy days or something like that. And uh, she was like looking for hours until she finally found the song. And it was motherfucking Sunday morning <laughs> by Maroon 5. <laughs> Which honestly, I believe I more power to her because that's a good song. I really like that song. That's probably one of their better songs. Um, and I thought it was so funny when she said that. And I was like, wow, we really all lived the same lives. Because I had a moment like that in my life that I remember it's so pivotal to me. Because I was in Arizona as a kid. We would always go to Arizona and visit family in Tucson. Um, shout out to my family in Tucson. We would go every Easter, like every spring break, we'd go. And I remember being... And, like, I would go to stay at my Nana's house. Like, there was... Even back then, there was really nothing to begin with, but... I really had to, like, go outside and play when I was there. Like, that was the type of shit that was on. Like, I couldn't really even, like, there was no TV to watch, like, no cable. Um, So I was really just living, you know, doing whatever I could to entertain myself. And at the time, she had this huge, like, do you guys remember, like, those huge stereos that our, like, family would have? It'd be, like, huge stereo and it'd be like in a glass case I feel like everybody had that at some point but it was this big old radio with just like hella buttons hella knobs everything like what did it need what it was all out for I don't know but I remember just scrolling through the like local radios and I heard the song and I was like what the fuck the song is a bop it is a bop and it was like a guy rapping and it was like a girl singing on the chorus. And I was like, oh my God, I love this so much. Like, and I remember writing down the lyrics and I was like, when I go home, I'm going to Google these lyrics. I held on to that piece of paper for dear life for the rest of the trip. It crossed state lines with me. It was like, you would think I was smuggling drugs. I was like holding on to this for dear life. I was like, nope, I'm not going to lose this because I cannot fucking forget this song ever and i i got home i googled the lyrics and what do i find it's got your money by old dirty bastard featuring Khalees. yes a bop hey dirty baby i got your money don't you worry have you guys heard that song that's a slapper go play it right now go pause this don't no actually don't pause this Finish this episode. Write a note. Actually, yeah, whatever. Do what you want. Go play it right now. Go just dance. Tell me that song doesn't make you want to dance. I knew... I had good taste, okay? I knew what a good song was back then. I have always had the best taste, so... You're welcome. Okay, guys. So we're going to get into some Real Housewives before we get into some spookiness. So... I wanted to talk about Real Housewives New York because we are coming to an end of the season. It's already wrapping up. It was the last episode before the reunion. Um, and, you know, I have to give them 
I got to give them their props because it was a good season. They had me entertained. Um, I know I didn't know how I felt about it in the beginning, but it, it's because, we, like I said, you, every city is so different. It's all a different vibe. I really just had to like get into the New York City vibe because they are just a breed of their own, honestly. Um, it was a good season. What I really appreciate about Real Housewives in New York City um, is that... It's ridiculous. Like, the things that they fight about are so dumb. And, like, <laughs> it's really not that big of a deal. Like, when you talk about it, like, they they fought over cheese. They've fought over food, mostly. They fought over, like, stupid things. Like, just dumb shit. But they're, like, that's what makes it fun. Like, it's out-of-touch reality, you know? Like, out-of-touch shit, like... They're real housewives. They're supposed to be rich as fuck, out of touch. Just, you know, this is what I expect. So I love it. I love it. Um, so on this episode, this last episode, it continues on with, it continues on with the haterism. The fucking Cy and Aaron are still drinking their haterade in the corners, talking about my girl Jessel and her marriage with Pavit. And they're still on this whole, I talked about it like two weeks ago, about him wanting to go to Vietnam to go and eat and come back. And they're like still on it. They, oh my God, he's cheating on her. He, oh, we've seen him and he's not wearing his ring. That means like there's definitely trouble there. It's like, oh my God, why are you guys like, they're just trying to, like, find something that's not there. Like, yeah, yeah, I made jokes about it, you know. It's like, girl, okay. Because at first, it sounds crazy. Because you're like, okay, this guy, his hus- her husband is saying he's has, he just wants to go for his mile points and to get a sandwich to Vietnam. Like, that does sound crazy. But I don't know. I believe him. <laughs> And you know what happened is that he, I love him. First of all, Pavit is like what, oh my God, we're going to talk about him. Um, because he just posted a video of his trip. He went to Vietnam and he, he literally like was on his food vlogging shit. He was like, I literally go, I fly first class. Look at all this food that they feed me here. I'm just chilling. Like, this is amazing. And then he goes to Vietnam and he goes to all his favorite spots. And then he's there for like a day. And then he leaves and he comes back home. And he did it just to like clap back at Sai and Aaron for accusing him of doing shit. And honestly, I was here for it. It was very sassy of him. And I just love the energy. Like... We need more house husbands to be like Pavit because so let's rewind a little bit. So everything's coming back to Jessel still about what they're saying and Jessel's like sick of it. So she starts speaking up more. She starts like she starts giving them the cold shoulder a little bit. Like clearly she don't fuck with you guys and they want to act all dumb like, oh my God, why didn't she say hi? Why did she give me a hug? Why the fuck you just accused her husband of cheating on her and that he's not wearing his ring? Why the fuck would she want to hug you? Like, you think you deserve a hug? Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> it's crazy talk. So, um, 
So a lot of the last episode takes place at Bryn's birthday party. So Bryn is the one who I really like her, honestly. She is really pretty, first of all. She's so gorgeous. She dresses so cute. Um, she has this really cutesy, like, personality that's, like, kind of sultry, sexy, slutty. She's definitely slutty. Like, I, I've mentioned before that she's, like, always talking about... I don't know. She's always talking about sexual shit, but I fuck with it. I like it. So it's at her birthday, and... Um, everybody's, like, she's just... <laughs> Bryn gets fucked up. She gets drunk, right? And she is looking for the drama. She's stirring the pot as much as she can. And I know she's using her drunkness as an excuse. Like, so she can be like, oh, I was drunk. I didn't know what I was doing. But it's like, bitch, no. (laughs) She was making sure she um, got that spot for the next season. Because... She was stirring that pot. And it's it's what I needed, though. It, it's what we needed. We needed a little bit of messiness. Um, so she's being messy. And she has this moment where she asks everybody to air out their grievances. So, like, before they can sing happy birthday to her, she's like, let's all just get together and let's just air out our grievances so messy so she is like everybody's like kind of standing around like bitch what like why the fuck this is why this is gonna this is gonna get messy everybody sees like this is not a good idea it's like the equivalent of if you guys have watched real housewives of miami there's a (laughs) dinner where one of the girls marisol she goes okay let's play a game who here do we trust the least bitch that is not a game (laughs) Who here do we trust the least? (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like the funnest game ever. We're definitely going to break some ice with that one. Um, And the same with airing out the grievances. It's like I've been watching shows lately and there's like always a point where someone's like, yeah, let's let's all just like talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk it out. Knowing damn well it's not going to be that. It's okay. So everybody's standing there. Don't they don't know what to say because they're like, "Bitch, what? You want us to put our shit out there?" So she immediately Bryn's like, "Okay, well, Pavit." <laughs> She's like, "I didn't like how when we were all together, me and Jessel and you and Jenna, and we were talking about how Sai was saying how y- you don't wear your ring and about the stuff to your." flight to vietnam and you said that she was um a bipolar bitch and i didn't like how you said that (laughs) because they're telling they go back to fucking pavit and jessel and they're like hey sai is talking all this shit about you and he's like fuck that bitch she's bipolar like and they're like oh no 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 like i don't think you meant to say that i don't think you meant to say that you might want to retract that and that's one thing i don't like about New York City, is that they are too self-aware of uh, themselves and (laughs) the cameras around them. And I don't like that. It's something I really noticed. Like, I feel like they broke the fourth wall, like, a couple too many times this season where, like, I could just tell that's why they 
like, I know they wanted to laugh at him saying that, but they knew that the cameras were watching them. And because he made a joke on someone's like mental health, they were like, oh, no, no, you, I don't think you meant that. You didn't mean that. And then he does end up retracting his statement. But I know it's because they look at him like, motherfucker, you're on camera. Like, everybody's going to see you say this. This is going to come back at you. And it's like, okay, you're on a fucking show, though. Like, you are, you signed up to be on a TV show. I expect you to be real. <laughs> like, who cares? Like, sorry, but who cares if you get, like, some backlash? I don't know. I just feel like, whatever, you know? And, you know, and obviously, it's not okay to, like, you know, refer to somebody's mental health. But I come from a line of people with bipolar disorder in my family, okay? And I wasn't offended by it. So shut the fuck up. I'm not here for that. Ugh, I'm not here to be offended. So that was one thing I didn't like. (laughs) But, yeah, so she calls him out in front of everybody. And he's, like, honestly, when he's, like, when you called her a bitch and you said she was bipolar... And he was like, okay. He's like, did I call her a bitch? Like, it goes back to his his confessional. He's like, did I call her a bitch? And he's like, probably. And I said it because she was probably acting like a bitch. And I was like, period. Uh, fucking period. He did not retract on that. He said, I said what I said. And they're like, well, he did retract on the bipolar thing. And then she was like, my mom is bipolar. Like, it hurts my feelings. It's offensive. Again, don't, my God, don't, but you know, everybody's entitled to their own feelings. Okay. Whatever. The point is that Pavit is the best husband. (laughs) And then, so they're all like trying to like hash this out. And then they somehow just start laughing it off. They laugh everything off. They laugh off this whole marriage bullshit um plane ticket sandwich ring non-ring wearing have an ass and they all just laugh it off that's what they show on camera at least so that bothered me because i was like why did you guys just laugh this off and then they celebrate they sing happy birthday and Bryn is like gonna blow all her candles and she tells all everybody's husbands to come and surround her and because they're all going to, like, blow on this cake. Or, I don't know, something's very sexual. Something slutty. And I just, you know, I love the energy. And then it, like, ref- goes back to Jessel's confessional. And she's like, if Bryn could be slapped by a thousand dicks on her birthday, I think that'd be her ideal scenario. And honestly, same. That's my birthday wish. Um. Yeah, and... Other than that, that was pretty much it. There's a little more drama that happens um, with, okay, with one of the girls. Her name's Uba. She is, like, newly dating somebody, and she doesn't want anybody to know. And that's another thing I don't like about this season is that Jenna did the same thing. She was dating somebody, and she didn't want anybody to know. Why Again, why are we on a TV show and we're hiding things? Why are we hiding things? No, you are on a huge network, on a huge show, if not like the biggest shows of all time, reality TV wise. And you want to hide shit. You want to hide who you're dating. Boring. Don't get on this fucking show. Get off. Get off the show. So this, so Uba has a man in Connecticut 
And she, that's all she knows. That's all she wants anybody to know. Well, she doesn't want anybody to know that. She tells Sai, hey, I'm dating this guy. I'm dating somebody. She shows pictures. She's like, don't tell anybody. You're the only person who knows. What does Sai do? She goes back and tells, like, she tells Aaron. On camera, she tells Aaron. And then they go, and after that, they go kiki with Bryn. And they tell her, and they go into further detail. And then, so Bryn exposes at her birthday party. She wants more of a mess. And she's like, hey, Uba, I heard you got a... I heard you got a man in Connecticut. <laughs> and Uba's like, knows damn well, like, Sai was the only person she told. And so Sai's pissed because she's like, really, Bryn? Like, that's not fucking cool. Why would you bring that up? Like, oh my God. Like, and she just knows she got caught. And Bryn, Bryn is like, what? Like, you said it on camera. And that's one other thing I didn't like. They brought up them being on camera. And they're like, no, I didn't say it on camera. I told her on camera, but I didn't get into details. I told you guys the details off of camera. And you guys weren't supposed to bring it up on camera. And I'm like, oh, my God, here we go again with this camera bullshit. Too aware. The cameras aren't there. Stop breaking the fourth walls, you fucking bitches. Like, you guys are ruining this for me. I'm like, oh, my God. Obviously, we know, like, conversations have happen off camera, but it's like, why do we have to make it a point? It ruins the fantasy here. To me, I'm friends with you guys. I'm sitting at this lunch. I'm sitting at this birthday dinner, and <laughs> I'm partying with you guys, okay? And now I'm like, well, shit, the cameras, I'm actually sitting on my couch at home. That's no fun. I'm insane, huh? I'm literally insane. Um, so then everybody leaves Bryn's party. Everybody's mad after that. Everybody's like, oh my God, this is too much. I'm leaving. And Bryn's like, I thought we were going to rage. <laughs> she's ready to have a good time. She's fucking, fucking drunk. <laughs> she's all fucked up. And oh my God, it's so funny. Um, so everybody leaves and they're pissed off and that's how it ends. And Bryn is like, Next year, if I am celebrating my birthday, I'm going to have one little cupcake in my apartment because I have no more friends because she stirred the pot a little too much. But we're here for it, Bryn. I love you, Bryn. You're my girl. I want to have Bryn on the podcast, honestly. (gasps) That'd be so good because Bryn and I could literally talk about everything. I just know. I just know that we'd get along. And I really relate to her, too, because... She, when she gets personal and stuff, she really, like, talks about her family and how she likes to, like, commemorate, like, her grandma who passed, like, a year and a half or two years ago. And a lot of things she does is to, like, in memory of, like, her grandma. And I don't know. I I just really, I think it's so sweet. And I really can relate to that because I feel like a a lot that I do now is for my grandma. So... Let's get Bryn on the pod. Yeah, guys, let's start a petition. We'll have to hit her up. So traveling to... Now we, we, we hopped on a plane, and we're going from New York to Salt Lake City. All right? So we're going to Salt Lake City. Um, we're going back to the tea on Angie K and her husband. And that is that her husband is gay, and that he fucks other men. 
and that all this, these little boys, not little boys, but all these guys in town, all these gay boys in Salt Lake are running around like, I fucked him. That's my man. I wrote his dick last week type shit. Okay. But all this is only coming from Monica, who, you know, we don't trust Monica around here. All right. She's a rat. And do I need to say any more? Like, she's just like, I don't know, the least likable person on this season. Not least likable, because, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, she's the least likable. And why is she a housewife? Again, she is a single mother. She is not a housewife. She should be a friend. She should not be. Why does she have her snowflake? I don't know. But anywho, the point is that her and Angie, Monica and Angie, get into it. So Angie throws an Easter, a Greek Easter. Opa. We love that. We love Greek. I want to go to a Greek event. Like, I want to go to, like, a Greek, you know, family, a wedding, a Easter, anything. Anything that they celebrate, I want to go because it always looks so much fun. If it's going to be, like, big, fat Greek wedding, please, I'm there. I'm so there. I just love that energy. I love like that, like big family, loud energy, like Italians, Greeks, like that. They just have that energy. And I just want to experience it. I want to experience it. I don't know how. I I always said like, oh, well, one day I'll have an Italian boyfriend. I didn't get an Italian boyfriend. Um... I didn't get a Greek boyfriend, so I want to know from that type of place. Maybe not, though, because are they, like, more homophobic? I don't know. Are they accepting of the gays? I don't know. Anywho, the point <laughs> back to... See, I'm so getting off track over here. I was imagining my life already. I had an Italian boyfriend. <laughs> I was in a big house in, like, Staten Island <laughs> already, like, with the family eating, and they're, like, yelling at each other. They're, like, yelling at me to eat more because I can't eat that much i was already imagining it i wonder how that would be you know i don't know i don't really i'm not really wondering but i'm just i don't know fantasizing but (laughs) um so back to salt lake city i'm just all over the place i'm sorry you guys but so they start fighting at this fucking easter all right they start fighting because she's like Angie's like, Monica, why would you say this? Why would you, like, add more life to it? Like, Meredith didn't even say what the actual rumor was. But why are you adding to it? And she's like, because I'm real. I'm real. I'm going to say it to you. Like, you should be mad at all these other bitches, not me. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, she just, like... Now, this bitch has no self-awareness. Like, she just don't... So they're, like, going back and forth. And Monica argues like a fucking child. And she's there with her kids and her mom. So her mom is, like, seeing this escalate, escalate. And she's like, hey. She goes and tries to, like, calm them down. Like, you guys are both beautiful. Like, let's, like, work through this. And Monica's like, shut the fuck up, mom. Shut the fuck up. Like, she starts going crazy on her mom. She's like, get the fuck out of here. Mind your own business. And then Monica's mom's like, stop. 
like stop acting like this like why are you doing it? We're, we're at an event we're at somebody's house and then she's just like shut up like she's just like being so mean to her mom and her mom's like go to the bathroom with me go to the bathroom with me they have this weird relationship like i mean i already noticed right off the bat that monica's mom is probably not the best um she has really like manipulative ways about her when they first introduced her like monica was saying like oh the other day you thought you hung up on me and you were like talking so much shit about me like you were like fuck that bitch like i wish like she was never born type shit like saying mean things and she was like i would never say that about my kids like i cannot believe you said that and then the mom tried to like deny it she's like i never said that and if i said it then like i didn't mean it it was just like she brushed it off like i don't know and i don't know if it maybe she just doesn't i don't know i was thinking maybe she doesn't want to be she's embarrassed because that got called out on camera and she doesn't want the world to like view her as that so she's trying to like be silly i don't know like play it off but it just didn't come off well at all like it's like girl we see right through you so it just made sense of why monica is the way she is because i don't know that fucked up mom relationship is gonna fuck with her and it was just weird so they were arguing and to the point where the mom's telling monica like come like stop it stop it right now and she's like tell her to stop tell her to stop she started it and i was like this bitch is not serious. She's not serious. Seriously, I like she sounds like a child. Like they started it. Girl, you were like pushing 40, I'm sure. Or I don't know how old you are. Like you're definitely in your third. You're grown. You're grown using that as an excuse of that's why you're fighting. Oh, well, she started it. Girl, get the fuck up and get out of my house. Get the fuck up and get out. That's what I have to say about that. Um so I just, Monica has a lot of childhood trauma that she needs to deal with. And she has so much growing to do. Um, so good luck to her on that one. Good luck, girly. Honestly, I, I, I think that's really what it is about you that makes you not likable. It's You have so much growing to do. Um, and nobody likes a rat, so yeah. So I'm so glad that it is now cold, like I mentioned. It is still cloudy outside. I have the I have YouTube playing. Okay, I got the spooky background. I'm setting the vibe. I low-key, I want to record a visual episode so bad. I want to record in front of my little setup that I have going on on my mantle. Um, I have so much, like little witchy Halloween decor and it would just be so cute to record in front of it I had this idea um so I wish I could be doing that now but maybe I could do it for next week for Halloween but we'll see that's like a whole other game filled because then it had to be uploaded to YouTube and all that mumbo jumbo but let's get into some spookiness okay we're because we are what is today Today is like the 22nd, I believe, or I don't even know, no, I don't even know what day it is. It's like the 24th, 25th. October's already gone, you guys. It's already freaking gone. 
It came and it went. But we're still we're still here. So let's get into it. So everybody loves a good ghost story, right? We love a good spooky story. And who here has experienced any personal ghost stories? I want to hear about it. So I'm going to share mine. And I'm also going to share one more from somebody else that submitted their spooky story. And hopefully this encourages you guys to share your stories with me. Um, So if you want to write in, you're more than welcome to write me on the Instagram at JHTPod. Or you can email me, um, just the hot thought podcast at gmail.com. Or just reach out to me any way you want. I will get back to you and I will read your story on the pod. If you want to be anonymous, that's cool. Um, so we're going to start with me. So I've always um, seen things as a kid. Growing up, my home was definitely haunted I want to say it was everybody agreed that it was we would have people come and stay with like family that would come stay with us and they would be like dude your house is haunted like and it was always down like we would have our family or whoever's visiting usually stay in like the living room and in our living room if you're like sleeping in a certain part of the room you could see we have a long hallway that goes to like the rooms So you could see down the hallway from the living room. And sometimes at night it would be spooky. Like I remember like trying, like sometimes I'd take naps or something and I'd look up and I'd wake up and I'd look down the hall and I'd like be like, oh, kind of gives you this weird feeling. Like it's just so long and like, I don't know. (laughs) It was just, you know, you guys can imagine a long hallway. And everybody would always see something down that hallway. Like there was something about the hallway Um, I had family come and they would see like somebody walking down the hallway. My cousin one time said he's seen two figures walking down the hallway, a tall man and a short lady. Um, but we figured that that was our, like my, my great grandma and my great grandpa because we have their ashes in the house. Like, so there was just like a good chance that it could have been them. It sounded like them. And I remember even one time being little and I remember waking up in the middle of the night. I was sleeping in my grandma's room with my grandma. I I had to be like six or seven. And I remember looking up and I could see like the trail of like a lady's dress, like walking along the hallway, like being dragged along. Like I just seen the end of her, like, like the train of her dress. And it was like a dark green color. Like it was, wasn't white, like everybody tries to say, or if it wasn't black, because, uh, you know, they always see like the woman in white or the woman in black. No, this was like the woman in dark green. Like she was an olive. <laughs> so I don't know. It was creepy. But then as I got older, um, I started experiencing more things. So what happened was, is my cousin showed me this movie and it was around the time when like Paranormal Activity first came out. And this one was called Paranormal Entity. And it was uh, like a one of those 
like documentary films, like with the camera moving around and, um, you know, you get like freaking motion sickness watching this fucking movie. And it was about this family whose dad had recently died and they were just desperate to like talk to him. I guess the mom was desperate to talk to him and she reached out via like Ouija board thinking she was talking to him. And at first like this like demon, they're actually talking to a demon, spoiler alert. And the demon was pretending to be the dad. And then, so they were like, Oh my God, it's him. And then it ended up not being him obviously. And then shit goes wrong. And it's just like this super scary movie at the time. I haven't seen it since then, but I, it was really scary and I was so excited. I was like 15 years old and I was so excited to show my friends and everybody this movie because, you know, you just live for that type of like adrenaline during those times, you know, and cause especially with me, because I was never allowed to watch certain things. I was never allowed to watch like violent movies, scary movies, um, all because of like my upbringing, like being a Jehovah witness. So I had already like kind of left that behind me. So I was like, oh my God, now I can enjoy all these things. Like I can watch these scary movies. Like I'm grown, what's good? And <laughs> so I was so freaked out by it when I watched it with my cousin at her house. And then I, one weekend, it's like a Friday night, I rented it from Blockbuster and that just shows the times, you know, it just shows it's, it's really aging me, isn't it? But it's okay. But, um, so I had my, who did I have come over first? Like, I'm pretty sure I had my cousin, my, another cousin with me and then my best friend, Samantha, because like I said, OG, she was there. And we started watching this movie and it was okay. Like we were watching it, we watched it and then we had somebody else come over and we decided to play it again. Like, oh, we have to rewatch this movie. Like we're going to show her now. So we're rewatching it for the second time and it starts getting like demonic. Okay. It starts getting freaky. And all of a sudden, like the TV turns off by itself but it turns off in like a way that's like the old style tvs that like it goes from like the outside and slowly starts closing in and then turns off it wasn't even an old tv like yeah it was like it wasn't a fucking flat screen because i don't think we had flat screens at the time but it wasn't a tv that did that and we were like what the fuck and we look over and all the remotes are on the desk like perfectly sitting right there so nobody touched it and then my little dog, Mumu, he's a little chihuahua. Rest in peace, Mumu. I love him for life. Uh, if you guys know, you know. <laughs> um, he was under the bed and he started growling like he like if somebody was right there. And we were like, what the fuck? So we got freaked out. And then I think after that, we had a moment where like um, we were in my mom's room and she had, like, closet doors, like, that were mirrors. So, like, if you shake them, you know, you could, it sounds like a mirror shaking. And I, I think that night, <laughs> my friends were in the room, and the mirror started shaking. And they, like, freaked the fuck out. And after that, my house was haunted. Like, that, like, changed things for sure. Like, it changed things up. So 
weird things started happening. And at the same time that that happened, I was like, okay, whatever. We kind of like, I brushed it off. And then soon after that, um, we had like family, a family member, like family of family pass away. And it was like my cousin's like great aunt. She passed away. And um, it was during the summer. I was, it was the same. It was like, like I said, like a month later, maybe. And I had gone to the funeral and we did all that stuff, went through it. And soon after, I had this like night, this dream. It started off as a dream. And I was in her house and I was there with one of my cousins and she was telling us like, you guys can't leave. Like, you guys have to spend the night. You guys can't go anywhere. Like, just stay here. And so we're like, okay, you know. So she like gets a bed ready for us. And I could see like in my head, I'm like, wait, I'm pretty sure she passed away. Like, how is this happening? And I could see her when I look at her. But then I would see her in a reflection and she wouldn't be there. Like I look in a mirror and like she wouldn't be in the mirror. It was weird. And so I was like, okay, something. So I'm like, what's going on here? So then she's like telling us we have to go to bed. And so me and my cousin are like going to bed. And she's, I could hear her talking to us. And she had this really sweet, soft voice. And then I remember the voice just changing. And it got like really evil. And like... It ended up being my dream turned into a nightmare. And it was that this and this demon was trying to, like, get me and my cousin. And it was chasing us around. And it was so fucking scary. And then I woke up out of my dream. And right when it was, like, about to get me or something. And I remember I was, at the time, it was, like, a weekend. My mom used to work out of town a lot during the time, like, her and my dad always used to do like, um, they used to cater tacos. So, and my dad lived in, lives, he still lives in Ventura County. So she would go to Ventura County and they would go do their, like their catering business over there. And, um, so I was at home and I was, I was sleeping in my mom's room cause she had a big old California King at the time. So, you know, I was sleeping in the California King all by myself. And my grandma lived with me. And I remember, I think it was just me and my grandma. And I woke up out of that dream, of the nightmare. And I was like fucking freaked out. And I look, and like I said before, my mom had mirror doors, closet, closet doors, mirrored closet doors. And I look in the mirror. And so I look to the right, which is where the closet mirrors are. And to my left is a window to the backyard. So I look and I could see all these shadows running like past the window, like multiple shadows, just like, like just running. And I'm like, what the f-? And I look to my left to look at the window and I don't see anything. And I'm like, oh, hell no, I'm bugging. And I literally am like, what the fuck? I'm like thinking like, okay, like, I could go run to my grandma's room <laughs> and like feel some type of comfort and I'll just go sleep with her. Like, and I was like, no, but I was too terrified to even do that. I was so scared. And so I started praying 
That's the first thing I thought. I was like, what do I do? I was like, I'm going to start praying. So I started praying. I tell you guys, I don't know how I fell back into this fucking dream. I don't know how I fell back asleep, but I did. I fell back asleep and I was back in this nightmare, except now I am in a mental facility. I'm in a mental ward and the walls are, it's like what all white walls, padded walls type shit. Like it looks scary. Okay. Freaky. There's nothing else except white walls, white floors. And I could hear that this demon is trying to look for me in the building. It's looking for me. It's going through everybody. It's killing everybody like to get to me. And I start running down this hallway and I remember, like, it's chasing after me, chasing after me. And then I fall, of course. It's like a fucking movie. I literally, and I swear this is exactly how I went, you guys. I fall and I look back and this demon is, like, disguising itself as my cousin's great aunt who passed away. And I was like, oh, hell no. And then I woke up out of the dream. And I was so fucking scared. I was, like, crying. <laughs> And I don't know, like, what that did to me. I don't know if it, like, woke something up out of me. But after that, it was never the same. Like, after that, you might as well have called me Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Because I would know things. I was just more, like, intuitive. And I think maybe out of fear, something woke up out of me. Um, now that I'm older and I kind of like, I look back at it because after that, I knew when people were like in a call, I would think about people and they would call. I once was with like, um, a friend at the time I was with her and her mom. I like spent the weekend with them. And I remember I was in the car and I got this disgusting feeling that something was going to happen and something that was going to happen to them. And, and and their family, like my friend and her mom. And I kind of like, it was like, I had, I couldn't even explain it, but I just had this feeling somebody in their family was going to die. And I literally was like, uh, you guys, like, I mean, you, I'm not going to say that. That sounds fucking insane, you know? And I was like, you guys, like, I have a weird feeling. And they're like, what's wrong? I was like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like something bad's going to happen, like. I don't really know. And they like brushed, they like laughed it off. They're like, oh my God, Jay's having premonitions. Like, I remember that and being like, oh, like, okay, like, you know, they're right. Like, it sounds silly. Next morning, we wake up and my friend's mom gets a call. Like, I hear her on the phone. That's what woke me up that like somebody in their family passed away, like an aunt had died or something. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was a f- bugging. <laughs> Once again, bugging. I was freaked out. I was like, what the fuck's going on? And then I'd tell my mom, like, hey, like, have you heard, like, from this person, like, or something? And, like, I would have a feeling that they would know they were, like, I would know that they were going to call. And, like, the next day they would call. And my mom would be like, Jake, like, they just called. Like, how did, like, that's so weird. And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on, girly. <laughs> Me either. But, and yeah, so after that, I had, I had something living in my house, though. There was definitely a spirit that was, like, fucking with me. And I would tell everybody about it. And, you know, everybody would kind of, like, just make jokes or, like, shrug it off. 
And um, I remember one time I was telling Samantha about it. I don't know if she remembers this, but she was at my house and I was like, oh my God, there's something going on here. Like, and she just thought I was full of shit, of course, knowing her, like, of course she did. And I remember her being like, oh my God, like if there's anything here, like come out, like being dumb, you know, like, like again, like a typical like movie. You guys, do you guys hear this crazy guy back there? So she does her typical, you know, come out, come out wherever you are. And then obviously nothing happens, you know. And shortly after, she leaves. So I'm at home by myself. And I'm sitting on my couch. And I just hear, like, leaves, like, rustling against each other. So I'm like, what? And I look over. And we have this fake plant. And its leaves are moving. Like, it's like if somebody walked by it. And I'm like, oh my fucking gosh, are you kidding me? So then I'm like, oh my God. So I am like sitting there. I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden I hear my stereo go off. My stereo in like, in my, in my room. I hear it go off and I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like not even on like, a state it's just on a random like station like that's just like static like all crazy you know and I'm like oh my god so I go and I turn it off I'm like that's weird whatever so I walk away and then oh actually I turned it off not only did I turn it off but I unplugged it why did this fucking stereo turn back on you guys why the fuck did this shit go back on? It was unplugged. There's like, I, I literally, you guys, I fucking freaked out. I was like, nope, not happening. And I literally, I think at that point I was fed up though. Cause I had been dealing with other things that had been going on that I literally, I remember hearing, like, thinking, like, okay, I've heard to just yell at it. Like, just cuss it out and tell it to get the fuck out of your house. Like, it doesn't belong here. So that's what I did. I literally was yelling at it. And I was like, get the fuck out of my house. Like, you are not going to fuck with me. Like, I was pretty brave. and But I was terrified, you guys. Like, I remember being so scared at the same time. But I was, like, yelling. I was like, nope. And I think cussing at it made me just feel, like, even more better, like, more powerful. So I was like, get the fuck out of my house. Like, psycho. And after that, I I left my own house. I literally waited outside until somebody got home. Because I was like, fuck that. Like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Like, I did what I can. I'm not going back in there until somebody's home. And literally, I waited till my family got home. And they seen me, like, I think I was in my backyard. Or I was in the front. I don't remember where I was. But I remember being outside. And I think I was in the backyard just chilling in my back patio. And they're like, what are you doing out here? And I was like, I was not going to go inside the house. Fuck that. And after that, it stopped. It stopped. It worked. And so from then on, I was like, period. I'm that bitch. Like, I could do anything. And I've even had other occurrences in like even the house I live in now, I had something 
like a, I don't know what it was. It was just a little fucking little bugger that was living here in my house. And I truly do believe it was like from somebody that used, like I had a family member that lived here with us and who deals with a lot of like their own mental health issues. And, um, I just feel like some people have things that can be attached to them and it's not their fault. Um, especially when it's like somebody who deals with like a lot of anger issues, you know, there's little, like I said, little buggers out there, little entities or little spirits that like to like feed off of that type of energy. And I am a firm believer in that. And this little shit was attached to one of my family members and it was like staying in the room that they were staying in. And after they had left, um, unfortunately we had like a little falling out and at the time and they left and I thought it was going to leave with them and it did not. That motherfucker stuck around and it would taunt. It would literally taunt um, taunt us. It would taunt my friend, especially my friend. He would come over. I, I want to say his name. I don't know if he wants me to tell his story, but he would come over to hang out and he would be like, like I would have my bedroom door open and it would be like taunting him like at the like doorway at my doorway because it couldn't it couldn't get into my room because I have my room protected like from all bad things like oh I'm on my witchy shit you guys like no bad energy is gonna come in <laughs> to my spot to my space so it was like blocked from coming in. And so it would just get pissed off and it would like taunt my friend and he'd be like, can we close the store? Like we need to close your bedroom door when we're chilling because like that thing is like taunting me and it's like so irritating. And then so finally I was like, okay, like I'm getting this motherfucker out. So that's what I did. I like had my moon water. I had crystals, my crystal wands. I had like really high frequency music to cleanse the house. Um... I was doing everything. And I told that motherfucker to get out and don't even go back to my family member. Like, you don't belong with my family. You don't belong here. You don't belong. You just go go away. Go away. And I got rid of it. So it's life is crazy, basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> life is crazy. So that is some of my backstories to spookiness i hope you guys liked i hope you guys liked it and so i got one more spooky story to tell you guys and it is from ani who is my cuñada <laughs> you guys must know um i like to i like to call us that honestly it's, i think it's so funny um so she submitted her story, so we're going to read it to you. So I wanted to tell you my ghost story when I was in high school. My parents bought a big mirror from a yard sale, and we didn't think much about it. Not that long after, weird things started happening. Oh, my God. So first of all, I haven't read this, you guys, but uh, you have to be careful about what you buy at yard sales, at antique stores, 
all those like secondhand shit, you got to be so careful because people, mm-mm, you don't know who had it before. You do not know. That's why everything I buy, literally, I, I still buy things from antique stores and don't get me wrong, uh, secondhand things. Um, but I literally cleanse everything that I get. I have to because I think about it. I'm like, I don't know whose hands whose hands had the, this before and what kind of intention they could have put into this thing. Like intention is so real. So not that long after weird things started happening. One night I was studying for a test late and I stopped like at 2 a.m. I had all my papers behind my bed and I started hearing someone walking all over them. Mind you, this is right in front of where the mirror was. It got really loud and aggressive and so I woke up and I woke up and ran to my parents' room because I was so scared. At least you could run. Okay? At least you could run to your parents' room. I I couldn't. When my parents came to my room, they told me to just go back to sleep, but I couldn't because I was scared. After that night, I started seeing a black shadow in the room going from wall to wall. Oh my god. This I saw three times and One of the times I was on the phone with my friend, the energy just felt really off in that room and it got to a point where no one felt comfortable being in there. My parents decided to take the mirror outside and break it and throw it away. The house felt better after this, but I feel like whatever was attached to the mirror stayed in the house and also attached itself to me specifically. Love the podcast. (laughs) Girl! You're going to end it with, you think it attached itself to you too? Oh my God. That could, that could be very true. Um, yeah, that is crazy. Especially with mirrors. I always hear stories about mirrors. I luckily, I've never felt that way. I've never connected that way. No, I've never had that type of um, experience with a mirror. And, but they say that mirrors are portals to, you know, other dimensions. So things can, like, come in. You, they could either go or they could come. My boyfriend believes that if you sleep, in, you, like, you should not sleep in front of a mirror because he thinks, like, every time you do it, part of his soul, like, gets taken into another dimension. Um, He's crazy. He just told me that the other day. And I was like, oh, because I had a mirror pointing to my bed. And he was like, we just slept with that mirror facing us. I was like, oh, my bad. Like, I didn't know, like, I didn't know you were, like, into that. <laughs> because I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't really think so. But I could be wrong. But that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. And, yeah, you just don't know where that mirror came from. Like, that mirror, I wonder what it looked like. Did it look vintage, girl? Because did it look old? timey i wonder um but yeah there could definitely have been there probably was something attached to it there definitely was there's no reason like that happened for it was just a coincidence um i'm so sorry that that happened to you i always feel bad when i hear stories like that because i mean luckily i had like i don't know i was just like i yelled at it like i said i freaking like got it the fuck out but I know I have that in me and I know some people like, I'm not saying you don't have that in you, but I know a lot of people don't have that in them. A lot of people are like scared and stuff. And 
things will really could they really feed off of fear those yeah it's so if you feel like it is attached to you girl let's get together because i got you i'll help you out we can get rid of it because and do your parents still live in that house because that's what i want to know i need the update i want to know more um that was a good one. Thank you so much for your, your submission. We love that. Well, guys, that is all the time that I have for today for this week's episode. But I hope you enjoyed it. And I love, love, love being here with you. I love hanging out. So maybe next week we can continue with our spooky stories. I'm pretty sure I can think of a couple more that I have because I've like I said I've been through it I've been through it and I but I really would love to hear from other people too because I love to hear everybody's experiences so please let me know if you guys want to share anything if not I'm gonna start thinking about all my friends stories and I'm gonna tell them anyways I'm like I got them no don't think I didn't take note you guys <laughs> so you better come out come out with your story or else I'm gonna come out come out with it my damn self um no I'm just kidding but uh, yeah, so I hope you guys have a beautiful week. I, I'm trying to think of what I'm going to be doing. Anything exciting? I have a busy um, a busy weekend coming up. So hopefully I have a lot to catch up with you guys. I'm supposed to go do a, a, um, a, a spooky, like, what is it called? Maze? A haunted house? Um, I'm going to go do that hopefully next weekend. So I'll be able to follow up on that. Hopefully have a good story to tell. Maybe I'll do a little vlogging. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Hey, I don't know the budget. I'm not driving. So, all right. Love you guys. Um, Make sure you post on IG. Let us know you're listening. Tell all your friends. Tell all your family to check it out. Um, Yeah. Stay sexy, bitches. Bye.